So I'm a local pastor of a church in North Metro Atlanta. Back in 2012, my wife and I planted Sojourn Church. And if I'm honest with you, my expectations as a 27-year-old young buck when we launched, forecasting several years in advance, didn't line up where we were several years later after we planted. My wife and I sat down with some new friends that we had met, and they began to share about how they were a part of a group that was planting a church in a similar area that we were in, but they were projecting to plant with hundreds more than we had. Honestly, I left that conversation just feeling super funky. So I told my wife, Alex, just, hey, babe, can I, can I just have some space tonight? I need a, would you mind putting the kids to bed? I just, I'm feeling super funky right now. I just need to process. And so I got some time to get with Jesus to, to process my frustrations. And I remember the Spirit speaking to my heart super clearly. Who are you doing this for? It was like I got the breath kicked out of my lungs. And again, I found myself at another crossroads. Am I doing what I'm doing for Jesus or am I doing what I'm doing for myself? My name is Ernie. My name is Stephen, and this is Devout, an invitation to pause and set our minds on things above. And today we continue our discussion of Colossians 3.23, which says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And today we're focusing on that third part of that verse, working for the Lord and not for men. And when we think about what that means to work for the Lord and not for men, you know, I think a lot of us, our first thought is, hey, raise your standards. This is the king we're working for. And there's a performance mentality there of, you know, get your act together, do quality work, work harder, raise the bar. There's a flip side of working for the Lord. And that's also true, and it's maybe more surprising and maybe more powerful, and it's this. We're working for a gracious, compassionate God who already loves us more than we can imagine, more than we can understand. So all of our hard work and our extra efforts won't make him love us anymore. That's not the motivation to work heartily. It's not work heartily so that you can gain the favor of the Lord. The motivation is that we can bring him glory through our work. We can glorify him in the way we do our work. We can come to know him more. We can introduce others to him through our work. When we work for people or we work for ourselves, we're very focused on the outcomes and on who gets the credit. But when we work for the Lord, we don't have to worry about who gets the credit. He knows what's happening behind the scenes. I've seen a lot of wasted time in corporate America fighting over credit. When we land a new account, do those dollars count toward my yearly goal or do they count for the other guy? But that's a works-based mentality, not a grace-based mentality. If we were focused on getting credit to please God, well, the tough reality is that we could never earn enough credit to pay our debt. Instead, we operate in grace. We know that our position is secure in Jesus. And suddenly our concern about who gets the credit goes away. I mean, that's not an easy pill to swallow, but we need to go here if we as Christians want to truly follow Jesus in whatever he's called us to do. You and I, we as Christians, we believe the best is still to come. We believe that if we aren't seen here and now, that there is a father in heaven who sees in secret those times of integrity choosing the low road or to honor someone when they don't deserve it, it's noticed by our Father in heaven. And it matters to work heartily 
as for the Lord Jesus and not for men. Remember where Paul came from. He said, work heartily in whatever you do. Why? Because the heart really does matter. You know, Jesus, he tells us clearly in Matthew 6, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other. or He will be devoted to the one and despise the other that we cannot serve God and money. Likewise, you can't serve both man and the Lord. But see, we work for ourselves in so many ways. Like I said in the intro, and I, I found my heart gravitating towards wanting to have tangible results that proved that I was better than I actually am. To, we have temptation to build our resume or our stature or our name or our prestige, but we can't forget that we are more than our role. And above all, We've already been given value and worth in Christ, which enables us to work for the Lord and not for men. You talked about different ways we're tempted to work for ourselves, but you know we can also focus too much on working for other people's praise and affirmation instead of for the Lord. It's natural to want to please your boss, but we have to frequently ask ourselves, who am I really working for? Who do I really want to please? And one other pitfall to be aware of is working for a warped or false view of the Lord. We can think we're working for the Lord, but not realize that we're operating in fear to try and earn his favor. Have you ever worked for someone who led by fear? A lot of us have, and it creates very different behavior than when you work for someone that trusts you. In an organization where the leader reigns with fear, I think people are often miserable. They're afraid to take risks, afraid to try anything new, and they're always thinking about how to defend themselves or avoid the wrath of the the feared leader. In contrast, when you work for a leader that trusts you and you feel secure, you enjoy your work more, and you'll often deliver better work. You'll go the extra mile because your heart is in it. And the same is true with God. If we have a warped view of God, then we may think we're working for the Lord, but we're really working out of fear and striving for self-righteousness. That's very different from working for a loving, gracious Father who has adopted us as his children. In that scenario, we can remember that people matter more than projects. We can remember that it doesn't matter whether my church plant grows faster than another church plant. When we remember who we're working for, we can work with freedom and glorify God in whatever we do. We'll see you next time.